everybody, and welcome to Love Letters, the newest show on the Story Mode Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and as always, I'm sitting down with a special guest to discuss a game, movie, or TV show important to them tonight, or today, depending on when you listen to it. This isn't live. I am joined by the human form of good vibes, half of the dynamic duo that is Dialogue Options, pop punk hunk DJ extraordinaire, Papa Bear without a care, the kick to my flip, Mr. Jolly Mac. How you doing? Oh my God, that is quite possibly the best like intro I've ever received, ever. That's fantastic. Look, I'll be I'm honest. I'm good. I'm super happy. The intros are the part I put the most effort into in the show, which is great. <laughs> yeah. And when I was trying to think of yours, one for yours, like how long have we known each other for? How many years? Uh, probably a couple of years now. A couple of years. Co- Coming up on a couple two, of years. Two, three I think. solid fucking years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked that I've never made the connection between Joel McDonald and Old McDonald. And I was going to oh do a God. whole thing about about farms. <laughs> and then I realized, like, well, that what the fuck is this? I, well, then I'd have to give my obligatory response, which is I actually lived on a farm for the first two years of my life. So my dad is actually Old McDonald. So there we are. Ah, I was, was going to say, you wouldn't be old. You would have been young. But yes, parents are yeah. usually older than children. Call me Joel. My father's old, McDonald. Fair enough. Well, apart from the farm, how, how's how's life? How how's everything going? Ah, oh, look, can't complain. Just working, doing dialogue options, just uh, chugging along with that. For those playing games. Unaware. What is dialogue options? Uh dialogue options is another podcast on the wonderful Story Mode Gaming Network uh, that is video games related. It's myself and my good friend Kyra Morrison. And we just talk about video games, what we've been playing, uh, any notable news stories or announcements that we want to discuss, uh, and we just sort of talk about them. For So if you like super long-form podcasts, I guess that's where you should go because I think our shortest episode might have been like an hour and 10 minutes. I think we average around about 90 minutes an episode. I so. don't believe that you did an episode that short, to be honest. I, I refuse We did, and it was that. a very quiet week. It was a very quiet week. <laughs> so those but, unaware, yeah. like like Joel said, Dialogue Options, part of the Story Mode uh, podcast network. Uh, after like listening to like a few of episodes of Dialogue Options, I'm like, okay, we need to work with them somehow. These these dudes rock. Um, and I'm glad I made that decision and we all started speaking. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Because now I get to have you on, on this show as well to talk about a certain game before i do say what that game is dialogue options make sure you go follow them spotify itunes they're on the twitter they're on the gram go follow them in all the good spots we'll go into that in a bit more detail at the end but do it like why wouldn't you do it just do it do it we're we're pretty we're all right we do okay they're pretty jesse likes us so take that you know it's fun i have great taste what can i say (laughs) now to use the parlance of those within the realm of the game we're going to play, I actually have a list of terms to use during this episode. Um, and Excellent. I'm going to start off with a term, radical. Because you've picked a radical yep. game. Rad, if you will. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Yes, absolutely. For those who... Look, fuck that. Everyone fucking played this. Came out back in uh, <laughs> September 2000, the Halcyon days, pre-9-11. Um, Joel, who were you in 2000? Uh, well, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll probably get into that during this episode, but like, I was just a, a, a young man, uh, 
year 2000. So I was in uh, year seven at high school. Um, so, you know, very like formative years. Um, and yeah, I, I was just sort of trying to figure out who I was and what I liked and what I was into. And I think, yeah, I was just I, still like that sort of like blank canvas, I guess, to be really cliche and, and just didn't know what it was, who it was going to be. And, and quite a few things happened in, in that year that, uh, or in those year or two that sort of like set me down the path of things that I did with my life from then onwards. Um, this game being one of them in a way. So, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, you know, fresh faced little year seven boy, um, looking to find his place in the world. So one day you get your hands on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Have you played Pro Skater 1? I hadn't. Okay. No. So I I don't even know. I think I got, a, I got a new PC for Christmas because I played the PC version of this game. Um, and uh, I, I had a PC and um, a friend of mine was like giving me <clears throat> legally obtained copies of games uh, as was the uh the the way at the time this is and, all but um, a sting operation take him away <laughs> boys busted <laughs> oh no it's been swatted um but yeah and i i got given yeah, i copied this game and i decided to play a little bit of it and i hearing that it still gives me chills to this day like hearing that intro video and that that song um like i don't know it just sort of awakened something in me and then I remember just playing around, and so I, like I said, I played this on uh, on PC. So I didn't have a controller. It was back before we you had like plug and play controls were really a common thing. Um, so I played this all on keyboard, um, <laughs> like a lunatic. And so, uh, yeah, I, eventually, you know, going down the as I, as I played more and more and more, and started experimenting and finding out like cheat codes, like printing out pages of cheat codes at the library. And like bringing them home to like put into this game, so I could have like uh, like zero G airtime, so I could just like hold yes. down the space bar and do combos in the air. Um, yeah, it's I don't know, it's just something that's always stuck with me. And and again, like I was such a a blank canvas at that point, just coming out of primary school and coming into the big bad world of high school, and you know all those fun things that happen with human beings' bodies at that time in their life. Um, Mashing yeah. to the wall of puberty like the Kool-Aid man on your jumper. Oh, yeah. Oh. God damn it. Damn. That's it. I had to put it in there somewhere, so. I'd like to fine. think that this is kind of like your everything, everywhere, all at once moment, and there are multiple Jones. Uh, could you Jones for some reason? Multiple Joels <laughs> across time and space that got a different game in Year 7. I'm trying to think about the yeah. games that came out in 2000, yeah. but there are... There are I'm glad we got the coolest version, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 yeah. version. Because uh, mm-hmm. it's garbage. You did bring up the cheat codes, though, and you've kind of unlocked a memory in my head of when I got the cheat code for, and I did the exact same thing. School library, wrote them down, folded them up, put them in the case. Uh, yep. The cheat for infinite balance when you're grinding. Oh, And yes. you could do the grinds on, on like a point, so like on a fire hydrant, you could do just... In a, oh, in, yep. I remember yep. doing an infinite grind on that overnight. Oh my I god! I wanted to see how high the score could get. That's awesome. It was stupid. I, I, I yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. But like, I, I do the same thing with like 
not not for that long, but like I'm holding down the space bar. I think I went for like 50 minutes of just like mash holding down the space bar and just mashing keys on my on my uh, on my keyboard to try and figure out what I was gonna do. Because it was cool. And you would go to <laughs> like you would go to school and you would br- this is the first game that I remember. So I got into gaming quite late, surprisingly. This mm. was sort of in the first wave of games that I really got into. And it was right. the one that you would go to school and you would brag to your mates about. About the high trap yep. combo you got. You know, you found the secret tape in one of the levels that nobody yes. else was able to find. Because it was kind yep. of before everything, like you were going on the internet to kind of boil games for yourself. You were trying to find yep. things. And I guess we weren't so used to and jaded by game design. We kind of, if you look at the game now, you're like, okay, logically, the tape's there. Logically, the letters are here. That makes all sense. Like it's going to mm-hmm. be a quick run. You follow this, you're going to find it. This is before all that. Yeah. So when you found the tape, you were like the man at school. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was, it, yeah, it was this weird time where the internet was just sort of blossoming. It was a wonderful time, really. I, I, I feel like it was, it was lovely. Yeah. I, it's, I, I don't know, like take me back to sitting there like on a Saturday afternoon and, and playing this on my PC and, and blasting this soundtrack and, and just living my best life and, and then yeah going to school and talking about it with friends and um trying to get them as excited about it as i was but yeah now it's the story of my life the game itself it's just a bunch of sandbox levels there is a narrative thread in it that is nothing it doesn't really no. the tony hawk games part of in the same way like pokemon games i can think of the, some of the like my favorite gaming moments can't tell you shit about mm-hmm. any of the narratives in any of, any of them. And they are all sort of one game. <laughs> like, they all mix. They into are. One. The fact that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 was re-released as a package deal and it was the same game. It was one game. Kind of shows how... Which was great. <laughs> I loved it. We'll get... I want to talk about the, the remake shortly, oh, but... Good. Yeah. The original. Favorite level. Mm-hmm. Oh... I, I mean, school's the easy answer just because it's the one that sticks out in my memory, like, and it had like the best runs in it as well. Um, but there's something I remember getting, like, without talking about it too much, but getting that remake, that that uh, one and two remake, and booting up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two, and going into warehouse, warehouse man, and just like it, there's something about this like a big comfy blanket that I was like, oh, I spent so much time here. Um, and I also like Venice Beach as well. Um, oh yeah, Venice Beach was a bit different. See, I, I like I like some of the crazy levels, and like yeah, they're they're fun. But the ones that are just skate parks are my favorite. I think the level mm-hmm. for me that kind of struck a really good balance with hangar with the helicopter, yes. two helicopters in it, yes. or one or two helicopters in it. That was cool. But yep. yeah, yeah, uh, something about school. Just because I was in high school, I was playing that. And the soundtrack had this big, like, you know, fuck authority vibe to it. So skating around a school and doing, like, sticker slaps yep. and shit felt cool. Yep. Like, it felt kind of bad. It was bad the enough. best, yeah. Um, and because, like, in high school, I was a little bitch, it was the closest to rebellion that I had. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you said you said it was Hangar. Hangar was the one I was actually thinking of, not Warehouse. Warehouse is from the first game because I did play that eventually See, this, uh, after this playing is- this a lot, but the remake ruining my brain because when the remake came out like they they made warehouse and that's yeah. what i just connect that with look we could talk about we can talk about all the tony hawks there's no 
there's no rules anymore, okay? I run the show. Go I'm happy it. to do that. I'm ha- there's a, there's only a couple of, like, black spots in there of, like, notable games. I never played Thug 1 and 2. I never played Underground. Oh, man. Um, which, yeah, I know is like a, because I didn't have a PS2, so I, I never got to play, and they were only on that. I didn't have a console at the time that could run it, or and my PC, I think, at the time wasn't capable of it. So um, Thug 1 and 2 are the ones that are like, oh, I, they are a big, if they re-release them, I'd be their day one for those, because I, I was like, just because I'd never played them. Are they the ones where you have to do the Christ air between the two apartment blocks? Potentially, yeah. 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 Like they're the ones that, that, that actually cool. did have a story. Like there was cutscenes and stuff. Like yeah, story. sure, yeah, yeah. They were the ones. I'm pretty sure that you could stitch a car, and there's a mission really early on when you're in your neighborhood. It's like the final mission of your neighborhood, and there's like a like Fast and Furious like done up, modded up car, and you have to stitch it, and it's. That's the awesome. jankiest bullshit I've ever done the game. Like, there's cars turning at 90 degree angles. It's so weird. It's so good. Like, and then, but the, the one I did play that was in that similar vein was to- Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. And I have a very big soft spot for that game because I played that on GameCube. I played it to death. And the soundtrack for that game was pumping. Like, it was so good. Even American I had the whole Wasteland, of- the one where the last part is the big, like, skate park you and your cult made and it burns down yep yeah i remember yep. that yeah yep yeah because the whole game is like you're like doing these missions to get new pieces for your skate park and yes. then you can like place them i think and stuff but the soundtrack for that game was great because it was all like new punk and emo bands covering old punk songs and it was excellent like it was like Fallout Boy covering Gorilla Biscuits. It was My Chemical Romance covering Astro Zombies by the Misfits. Yes, like, yep, okay, yep. It was fuck. phenomenal. Um, yeah. And there was that Sense of Fail Phenomenal cover. soundtrack. That Sense of Fail cover yes. of the Pepsi song. Yes. I forget yes. you think oh my God. that was mad. Oh, yep, God. yep, Wait. that's the one. I'm trying to bottle up the music talk <laughs> until the latter so 70% of this episode because we will talk about it. I also it's- like how... I have used this show as a platform to talk about music with mates multiple times now, yep. and I will continue to do so. Um, yep. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll, I'll get you on and we can just rank the um, Tony Hawk soundtracks. Oh, yes. I would love that. It needs to be done. Some of us do it. If, if for nothing else, just to be uh, to have an excuse to be, ah, oh, I've got to do this. We're going to go listen to all the Tony Hawk soundtracks. What a drag. Oh, no. Dude, I was listening. I was listening <laughs> to this one on repeat today, and yes, all right, so good. Before we get into that, let's talk about skateboarding because the game isn't yes. about music; it's about skateboarding. Okay, skate culture, if you will. Tony Hawk himself, the man, the meme, the legend, did this game. Let's actually let's take a step back from skateboarding culture as a whole because that's got like a you know element of music in it, but also like you know fashion and such. Yeah. Did you yeah. start skating? Uh, I tried for maybe two months and was like, this is too hard and I could really hurt myself and I don't want to do that. So I gave up. Um, I wanted to. I wish I'd had like, I wish I was able to push to that barrier of like freaking myself out about seriously injuring myself because I would love to be able to just jump on a board and just at least ride it competently. I didn't even care about doing tricks just to be able to like, all right, guys, see you later, like throw my board down, just skate off. Um, uh, but yeah, I was, I tried and failed. I think I got a mini skateboard from like, like a, a like a, 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 an agricultural show, like in a show bag. Cause I was like, I want the skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Ooh. Yeah. I'm 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 from what like is a, a like is technically classified as like a rural area, but not really. I like to um, think when those like pioneers escape or like Stacey Peralta and stuff like that, we're like carving it up in, in you know the West Coast of America. They were fighting against the police. There's this whole like revolution. I hope they did it for young John McDonald getting a mini skateboard at an agriculture show in country yeah. Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, speaking of mini skateboards too, because I was like, I, I because I couldn't, I, I got through the phase of like, well, I'm not going to be able to do this ever, like for real. I went through like a, a tech deck phase as well, yeah. which I think most people did at that point. So I was like, well, I can't do it with my actual legs. I'll do it with my feet. And then I failed at that too. And I was just like, yeah, I found tech decks more intimidating. But, yeah. I, I couldn't try. Like, there's there were some people who were like freakishly good at my school with them. It's like, what are you, who were you trying to impress? It was always the kids that could do the pen tricks. It's like, what are you, what are you doing with mm. dexterity? Yeah, ties yeah. go finger somebody. Like, use your skills like, for, exactly. for not evil. Exactly, that's it. Or like the coin thing where you like flick the coin between your knuckles. Uh, I remember yeah. trying to learn that as well. Like yeah. every drummer I know does that. It's like, stop, yep. just stop. You're talented, I get it. <laughs> Fuck off. I, I did try skateboarding. Um, yeah. Hence why my teeth are kind of fucked up. Um, it's, right. Yeah, that happened. And I remember, yep. um, I mean, I've told the story a few times already about how I broke my arm when I was a teenager. I remember my next door neighbor, Daniel, was learning how to skate. He was, she got, he got decent at it. He could do a kickflip. And I had my arm in a sling. Bone hadn't fully healed. And I'm just like, he chucked me a skateboard. And I went to do a kickflip, and I fell off, and I landed on my other arm, and thought I broke that. So if if I fell oh, on my left no. side, I would have been because of my nerve damage. I probably would have ruined my life. Oh. Um, but I fell the other way. And I, if I had broken that arm, that would have been pretty funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just like oh no, look at me now. I'm just a poser. I do have a cool skateboard for those who are seeing clips off this podcast which you can on our instagram because yes i've made clips joel i've learned how to make reels did you oh know reels gosh. and stories are different i didn't i i i, I like no yeah no i didn't i no, found out this like, morning when i went to post one exciting oh, it's devastating but yes yeah, so you can go follow us um <laughs> on instagram at love letters show uh we're also on threads we're also on blue sky i know right crazy and we're on twitter but you can talk about that but you may able to see a skateboard in the background um my mate sean k hughes designed these skateboards he designed the artwork for my band's ep made these skateboards and then started working with bring the horizon so yeah it's a bit of a step down to be honest like this city yeah. life's artwork was pretty bitching um yeah i had this really horny skateboard and i like i always want to hang it up because i think it's rad but I'm always yeah. worried, like when my like partner's parents walk through my office, <laughs> like that's, all. that's like, one horny lady on the wall. Like you know it. So I feel like everything else will balance it out in that office. That's fine. Yeah, it's like It'll just be, there's a lot. There's it's like a sensory overload in there. That's it's the fine. plan. I'm gonna put some like flashing yeah. lights and stuff in here. Just to distract <laughs> the smoke <people>. machine. <laughs> now, look into the rest of the, like skate culture, because yeah, like I remember. At high school, you had you know, your little cliques and your little groups. And I was part of that, quote-unquote, like, skater group. Like, mm. the punks, who weren't punk at all. We mainly just played cricket. Um, but we all had, like, the hair, and we kind of wore flannies. So I guess that was it. Is that that was your general yep. vibe as well? 
Uh, weirdly, no. Like, I was in this, like, the friendship group I had was just, like, friends, like, good friends that I'd made at primary school, and we just sort of stayed together. And we all sort of had, like, s- some of different interests and stuff like that. We were all into video games, so that was the big one. So I remember, I'll never forget, like, that friendship group having our, like, one of the sleepovers I went to. I think it was, like, my second or third ever sleepover I went to in, like, grade six. And we stayed up all night and played Goldeneye oh, and shit. had pizza for dinner. and. And we watched the Thomas Crowd Affair because it had I, Pierce Brosnan in it. <laughs> and it was the relation to it. So it just come out on video and we're like, let's let's hide. Well, because we are playing Goldeneye. We're like, we want to watch something else. We watched Goldeneye, obviously. And then we play Goldeneye. And then we're like, we, we, we've been to the video shop or whatever. And we're like, hey, there's this new movie out. It's got fucking James Bond in it. It's the Thomas Crowd Affair. And then we got to see Rene Russo's boobs. Well, so, that's what I thought you rented. I'm like, okay, that makes that makes sense. Um, I get that. It was a plus side, yeah. But yeah. It was that. And then The Faculty we watched as well. Robert Rodriguez. That is good. I haven't seen yeah, The Faculty in ages, but it's almost crowd affair. I kind of felt, I feel like there was a vibe with you guys like, hey, let's elevate tonight. Let's be above <laughs> our peer group. Wait, we are mere, we are mere teenagers, but we are on the verge of becoming men. And this is something that mm-hmm. a gentleman would do. A real Thomas crowd affair of a night. And then you got halfway through and you saw some death and it's like, sick. Yeah, we're like, this is great. And then all those people with apple faces at the end, it was awesome. You're just like, hey, guys, something is happening uh, for the first time here. <laughs> just weird. And it's yeah, wild. It was, a, it was a weird night. It was great, though. Good fun. <laughs> but yeah, that was like that was my friendship group was like we, we were into video games, but we all had other interests and stuff as well. So, um, But I was sort of like friends with people in different groups like in like the different uh, like sects of groups um just because i knew them so like i i had friends in high places and everywhere which was handy to i had connections basically which is nice Look at you you're running that place weren't you like a jail yeah now that's it doing yeah one of the biggest pillars in our friendship and probably how we became close was music so mm-hmm. let's dive into, first of all, the music of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, and then we're just going to talk about bands for a while. All right. You were say, there are 15 songs on the soundtrack. I'm not going to go through them all, but you're saying you were listening to the soundtrack for a bit today. What do you stand out? Yes. I mean, like I mentioned before, when like I, I didn't mention what the song was, but like as soon as that intro video hits, like I, I can never skip that intro video. One, because it's great. Like it's it's just like, pinnacle like skate video of that time vibes and then it's also gorilla radio by rage against the machine which is like good song man it's such a banger like it is it is the 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 absolute like equivalent of banger and like much like a lot of the songs on this soundtrack it was obviously censored but like you knew where the swear words were you knew what they were you'd heard heard you knew what they were yeah yeah and then, like, that outro, too, where it just, like, has that, like, it drops down and it's just Zach DeLaRocca doing, like, the whispering, it has to start somewhere. And then it just launches into the, oh, how can't stop us now? And you're, like, I was in the car today on my lunch break and I'm just, like, thrashing about, screaming at the top of my lungs. I was the listening best. to that before a client meeting and I, I was in those <gasps> spin kicks. Like, yes. I... You know, whenever you get those like dumb Twitter and Facebook quizzes, it's like, oh, what's a band that you wish you could see? I don't know why the quiz sounds like that, like a cowboy for yeah. some reason. 
But I think <laughs> the band that I would most love to see is Rage Against the Machine because that crowd energy yep. and stuff, that would be insane. The Tony Hawk Pro Center 1, what, opened up with uh, Superman, Goldfinger? Uh, yes, yes. I like how they I, need the song did... just as iconic and they, they did it. Well done. Because that's the thing. I think my, Tony Hawk's Pro Center 1, like, bleeds into this a little bit for me. And I don't, I can't figure out why because there's two songs that stick out to me yeah i mean they are there's two songs that stick out to me that like i thought were in this soundtrack for some reason and that's superman by goldfinger Mm -hmm. and police truck by dead kennedys um which is also another absolute fucking classic um and yeah it's it's, it's so good a weird story about goldfinger before we get to the rest of the soundtrack for turning up the pro skater 2 i've only ever copped a copyright strike on twitter once once Really? Which is shocking because I make a lot of dumb video edits using very much copyrighted <laughs> materials. And <laughs> when House of the Dragon came out, there's a scene with a bunch of gold cloaks going through King's Landing and they're just butchering people. And at the end, I'm pretty sure they cut somebody's dick off. Very fun. Yep. And because they were gold cloaks, I thought it'd be fun to put uh, Superman by Goldfinger over the top of it. And speed the footage up, and it works really well. Like they just melt, they mesh really well. And then, like a month later, I get all these alerts on my phone, emails, just saying, "Hey, you've got to, you know, you've got this um, strike against you. Make sure you don't do it again." You and this is this is back when Twitter was Twitter, not whatever yep. the fuck is happening nowadays. Oh, don't yeah, um, God. And I'm like, oh shit! Like I don't want to lose, uh, you know, my. Small group of followers. I've I've worked hard to gain them. This is my, I'm, I'm I'm egotistical and fragile, and I'm like, oh shit, HBO, HBO has gone through and they've done a wipe of everything and they they've struck everyone down. It was fucking Goldfinger. HBO didn't give a shit. These old scar punk bitches didn't like my little HBO it's, um mashup. Well, because I know they they re-recorded that during lockdown. They re-recorded Superman and re-released it. I know that when I was looking for music for an emo night that I DJed the other night, I found that version and I'm like, this isn't the same and I don't like it as much. Oh, was it the the live, quote unquote, live thing on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. And I think they've re-recorded it and like released it as a single or something like that on like a B-Sides album or some shit. But yeah, um, that's, yeah. Hey, Goldfinger, put down the brass instruments and meet us in a car park, okay? (laughs) <laughs> and pick up the brass knuckles. Oh shit, that would have been. I'm going to edit that. So that that's my joke now. Um, yeah. All right, oh, let's get back to the soundtrack. Because yeah, Rage yeah. Machine, clear a clear standout. But what else? What else uh, stuck with you? Um. So I think the reason so, so why I brought this game is because it was such a like I said, I was a blank canvas at that time, and I didn't have any identity. And for some reason, the majority of like the punk and pop punk songs on this really clicked with me. So um No Cigar by Millen Colin yes. is like an absolute banger. And I was lucky enough to go to Good Things last year and see Millen Colin and they play clearly they played that. And it was just it was like 130 in the afternoon and I'm listening to this song that is like one of the reasons I got into this entire genre of music. Um I got to hear him play it live like 23 years later. Um it was pretty special. Um, but yeah, it's great. There's something so special about solid seeing like they may not be your favorite bands in some cases, but you you hear a song live and it's the, it's the reason you got 
like a lot of your musical taste can be taken back to that moment. We were speaking oh, yeah. earlier yeah. today about the fact that, and this shocked me that you haven't seen Green Day live. No, Dude, Green Day was the I first band to. I got into. Like the first proper band I got into. Uh, the first album I ever bought my own money with Dookie. And look, I've seen Green nice. Day a billion times now, and you see them once, and you've you've seen them. Okay, you, you're good. Right. It does become a little bit formulaic, but I am so stoked for you to see them. You know. Hopefully they tour, they have lost a bit of their edge, so to speak. Release some of the worst music I've ever heard recently. Yeah, that, that's the thing that's putting me line, off, man. is like... They play I, the I classics to buy, and they sound I, good. Sorry, that's the thing, like, I want to see that, but but that's, like, I desperately wanted to go, because by the time I got to when American Idiot came out, and I was, like, full-on into, like, that style, like, th- this whole genre and, like, pop punk was, like, my life. I was going to get, like, a tattoo of, like, the little man with the electrical lines beside him with the circle from American Idiot because I was like, oh, it's so fucking cool. I'm going to get that tattooed. I didn't. We were Thank so goodness. close to um, twins. Oh, my God. I considered it very strongly. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was like, that's going to be my first tattoo. And then, like, four years later, I'm like, no, it fucking isn't. Um, but... Yeah, I, I I wish I'd seen them on that tour, like that American Idiot tour where they came out with. Um, I wanted to go so badly, and I tried to figure out every which way possible that I could go, and I just it didn't didn't come to fruition. And I just haven't ever seen them. So I do like that you brought up um, No Cigar. That's actually when you entered the chat. You know, I just said, "Oh, the song just finished." That's what was playing. Because um, I've had that on repeat hey. a fair bit today. Because when I've re-listened to this uh, this set list, this track list, sorry. There are a few songs that I really liked when I was growing up, but really stand mm-hmm. out now. And No Cigar has just gone up another level. That song's a banger. Um, yeah. If I can just pick a banger from this one as well. Uh, yeah. Bring the Noise, Anthrax, Public Enemy. That yeah, I mean, yeah boy. absolutely. Oh, dude. So good. So good. That is like one of those pump pump songs. And when I <sighs> heard that, like when it goes into the actual like lyrics and shit, I could just see the game. You close your eyes and you see it and you, everything just makes sense. It's so emblematic of that game. I'm, I'm the same as well with, like, sound effects. Like, because you hear, like, the that that, that skateboard, like, that kickflip, that, that bam, bam, and that whoosh, yes. sound, like, every time. And that whoosh, and you're like, whoosh, 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 and you're like, oh. This is why I miss simple games. You hear that skateboarding. Like, yeah, games nowadays. Oh, I'm, I'm such an old fucking prick. <laughs> games nowadays, there's too much, too much going on. Okay, no one said, "Hey, remember yep. that cool sound effect in Horizon Forbidden West?" No, I don't, because a game goes for 75 hours. Okay, yep. I can't <laughs> think of any cool sound, little sound bits from Elden Ring. I can think of a few, but nothing has stuck in my head. Obviously, these games don't have no. soundtracks, but. Most games don't nowadays. I mean, we had, um, what was it? X- that Microsoft game that came out earlier this year. It was sick. It was all rhythm-based. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, uh, Hi-Fi has, Rush, baby. That had a soundtrack in it because it had some nice nails on it. Bring back proper Fuck soundtracks in games, man. Because Agreed. part of it the same way, I think we discussed this in the Story Mode podcast a while ago. Remember, like, in the mid-2000s, you had, like, you know, American Pie and stuff like that, and you could hear a song, and you think of the film, and they just, and then you could watch the film, and you think of the song. They was there like yep. a symbiotic relationship between the two. We just don't and, like, get that. I, I miss the days. Nah, I miss the days of like an album of music that is like songs inspired by the Avengers. That was the last one I remember buying. Was the original Avengers one? 
because it had like Rise Against and stuff on it, and it was very good. Chris Cornell did a track for it. I'm like, it's fucking good. This is this is good shit. Last week I recorded an episode with Keelan about Spider-Man, like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man film, and that's yeah. all we're talking about because that soundtrack, like, you think of the film, you think of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, what was the last? You know, we we mentioned Hi-Fi Rush, but I'm thinking about I'm trying to think of other soundtrack games of sound games with notable soundtracks. Didn't Paul McCartney do the end of a Destiny game? Yeah, he did a song for the the, the credits for the original Destiny. And then, like, Trent Reznor did a fine. call for Judaism. Just, guys, stop. Just fuck off. Um, Linkin Park did, like, a couple of Medal of Honor games as well, I'm pretty... Or they did a Medal of Honor game, and it sounded exactly like their Transformers ones. Um, like, it was the same song, <laughs> um, uh, basically, with different words. Back back to yeah. the, the Pro Theater 2 soundtrack. Um, are there any other yep. songs you want to give a bit of a shout-out to? Uh, May 16 by Lagwagon. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yes. You can see, like, it's like the set, the sun setting on a nice summer day. You're like, oh, I'm just out with my friends, like, sitting on the grass somewhere. Good vibes. Um, and uh, When Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000. Like, perfect. Because just, again, listen to that today. It was just like, oh, you're ready to go. Go, stop, ready to go. Yeah. So good. I love the verse so of good. that where he sounds like a wish.com Mike Patton. Like, <laughs> he's trying so hard. Oh my God, that's so true. I, I, that's amazing. When I'm like, wait, like, why does it sound like someone doing a bad Mike Patton impersonation? And ever since then, I can't. Yeah. I can't with that song. <laughs> you've, There's a song? You've broken that for me. Oh, now. also, Pin the Tail and Donkey. Anything but Naughty by Nature is. Yep. Is going to get me. Amazing. Um, also, You by Bad Religion. Just to say that. The one song on it that God. I don't love and people go nuts for. Do you like Papa Roach? Is Papa Roach a thing? What's happening there? I, I mean, I mean, as as an elder emo, don't, I kind of I, feel I'm like fucking going to delete that audio. <laughs> don't ever say that term around me. It's it's funny because I started saying it. And I was like in my head up before the words came out. I was like, Jesse's going to fucking hate this. <laughs> um, but like as like. It, it comes to the territory that, like, last resort is like that comes on and you're like, at, like at a party with friends or whatever. You just you can't help but scream along to the first thirty seconds of it, and then you're done. That's yeah. about it for me with Papa Roach. It's like a catchy um, dagginess yeah. to it. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't non ironically listen to oh this is my favorite Smash Mouth album. It's like no, you belt at all star at a party. Okay, you have the time of your life. Mm-hmm. That's what you could do with some Piper Roach stuff, but I don't know. They've, they've been all over my timeline lately because I think they did to- they toured with Spirit Box or something or other. I think it was that. I also, also, no, it's because um, fucking Class A fucking uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Radke, Radke did a cover of of um, uh, of Last Resort and apparently did it for he performed it for Jacoby Shadings and it, like yeah he was so nervous for it about it and I was like. Blah, just a notice for all listeners we're just about to talk about music as a whole so yeah rapids ronnie radke's a dickhead and yeah absolutely that whole tour that spirit box jumped off good decision under i should have made the same decision as well but same with last nine kills yeah so agreed what's the band that it was like our last night filled in for spirit yeah box? they yep. kind of suck because they became a cover band um, yeah, and they became, I like their covers, but yeah, their covers are fine. Like their mid-range, 
uh, punk goes pop covers. They're not the best in the album. Yeah. They're not the worst, but they're fine. But the reason I don't like them they is- They do the job. They got really shitty on social media over like, the last few years. Like They were like having goes at other bands. Like, guys, you're a cover band. Shut up. Yep. And they yep. posted the cringiest thing I've seen in ages where they were like filming the crowd singing. And it's like, have you ever wondered what 20,000 people sound like singing our cover off Iris? I'm like, what? What do you, fellas, what do you mean? That's the Goo Goo Doll song. That's not your song. Yep. They're not singing your yep. cover. Nope. Weird. It's, yeah. Weird I, I went through like a mild phase of liking our last night, but Bye-bye. yeah. But, you know, we all make mistakes. I, I go back and listen to some it's, pretty yeah. cringy shit. But I like it. Look, mid-2000s when music peaked, we'll never be the same again. Hopefully, we have some of these bands come back in the next, you know, end of year for good things. So, apparently, that's going to be announced properly next week. Yes, I am very excited for that. This time next week, we'll, we'll know the fate of Good Things 2023. Um, I think probably my favourite festival, at least of this Ooh. at the moment, but I, I legitimately think out of all the festivals I've been to, I think it was probably, it's probably my favourite one just because it's 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 well-organised for, for starters. The last one was a little bit hit and miss, but, I mean, they had two years off and a global pandemic in the meantime to try and sort of, like, work around. Um, but the first couple I went to, I went to one sound wave. And it was a great day. One. Yeah, I went to one sound wave. Um, but right. I, and, and it was like it was the one to go to. It was the one with Blink One Eight Two and like everyone. Met- Paramore garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think like Metallica, I think closed, maybe. I think that one. Lincoln Park were there. It was it was huge. Like um it was a massive lineup, but one of the worst organized festivals I've ever been to. Like there was oh, yeah, a line for the ATM that was like longer than I, I don't even know what. Like it was the longest line of the whole thing was the, the ATMs, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It was garbage anyway. But who also there? And then, but like, good things is is just such a great. The fucking dumbest joke you just made. That that was not going to get past me. Did man. you expect anything less from me? Come on, come on. Touché. Um, but yeah, good things is just it feels. Like it's just a, a fun festival to go to, and the lineups are always really sort of interesting. They always bring like a weird act, like Baby Metal. Baby Metal's first ever appearance in Australia was at Good Things, and that was why I went mainly. Um, uh, but then because of that, uh, like I got to see The Offspring play Smash in full. Like that was awesome. And then the year after, it was. Um, who was it that was there that I was like, oh, yeah, Ice Nine Kills. That was their first time in Australia. And I love Ice Nine Kills. And then from that, Enti Shikari were also there. And I re-fell in love yeah. with Enti Shikari. Um, and it was, it's just a great festival. So like, I always like block out that day of the year. Cause I'm like, I'm probably going to go. There's going to be, even if it's just like the smaller bands, like I think that year that Enti Shikari played Parkway Drive headlines. And I, I like them, but I'm not, I don't, not super familiar with them. And I like watched the start well, of there. You should be. You should. Yeah. You should still be into them because now they're making rock typically for you, aka dad rock. They really are. Parkway lost their yeah. edge. See, I think that's that's the only Shikari show I've missed in Australia. Right. And I, I'm, I saw their sideshow, and I didn't think that they would perform good things because I remember I went to the sideshow. It was at at the Croxton band, band room or something like that. Yep. And 
Midway through a song, they stopped because Rao lost his voice. Completely. And in the most magical thing, I've, and I've seen this man do some magical things at shows before. This is my favorite band we're talking about here. He sits down, he starts breathing, like, doing, like, meditation. And then he stands up, knocks out this unholy scream, and the show is back on. That's- and it was insane. Like, you could tell he was struggling towards the end. But the fact that he got through the whole set, the energy was still up. Like, even though his vocals weren't 100%, yeah. his energy was 150% to make up for it. Man, what a bit. I, I miss festival. I'm still shocked you've only been to one Soundwave, man. Yeah, it was. You did go to the Soundwave, like the one to go to. But And I did it right. I have like a, so many good Soundwave memories. Oh, I did it right that year, too. I went to the Blink-182 show, like, the night before, like, two days before as well. Like, I went to the side show because I was like, fuck it. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to see this band again, you know. Um, and then, like, because they, 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 were, they were promoting it, it was like, Travis is coming, and because of the whole thing with him, he really wasn't flying then, but he's gonna, they were going to do a, a boat or whatever, and he didn't end up coming. But still a great show. Um, and, yeah, like, it was a great sound wave. I remember that was the sound wave because Living End played that one as well. I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I remember seeing Living End, really liked Living End, mm-hmm. the touring at the end of the year. I think I may have to go to that. Um, and because, like, there was just some good, like, rockabilly mosh pit. Mm-hmm. So I was getting involved with that. And I somehow ended up right on the barrier when a day to remember um, performed. And Jeremy, the lead singer, he's, like, standing on the barrier, like, on the fence. Yep. And he's holding the mic out to people. And people are losing, losing their minds over it. Except for me. Because the way he was leaning over means his crutch was right in my face. <laughs> I tell you what, that was a day to remember, if you will. Well, I I guess if it means a lot to you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> I, I I I haven't listened to them in a while, so I've got, I've got nothing to come. I'm back. a latecomer to those. I I got into them just before they came for good things, because like, and then yeah, fell in love a little bit with them. Then because one of my ultimate pump up songs now is um fucking oh, I can't even remember the fucking name of it. Um. Downfall of us all, like to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like the song, you know. That all second sucks, but you know, um, second sucks is pretty good. I remember when you heard them, like this album's gonna be kick ass. It has some really good songs in it. Uh, oh, there's a, their best song is on that album. I'm just blanking on mm. it. The house of doubt built. Uh, yep. best song yeah, yeah, that's just beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I felt I felt right off them. You brought up all these memories of shows for me. Did you go to No Sleep Till? No, I didn't. I I was going That's to. That's the show that I wish took off here. Yeah, that was. I almost died there. So typical. Anyone who's been to Soundwave will probably know the whole schedule for the day, because you want to get there kind of early to see the opening. You know, I because it was like, it was like MySpace issue mm-hmm. era still. A lot of the bands you like were a bit smaller, so they were probably some of the opening bands. Like for myself, like um, like Medina Lake and stuff like that I was mad for. Yeah, right. Um so you want to work up early to see him. So we would all go we had a little group who would all meet up at our friend Brittany's house and at about 7 a.m we were doing shots. Mm-hmm. And then we would go to get a maxi cab, spend like 150 bucks to get Melbourne showgrounds. Mm-hmm. I remember the year of uh no sleep till we got there a little bit late and I was pretty Pretty morning drunk. And it was, we came as Romans were playing. Right, yeah. 
and I've run. This is back when I had the energy to run. <laughs> I've run across the Melbourne showgrounds to like jump into the mosh pit for them. And that was smaller. Like they were not unknown then, but they were a lot smaller than they are now. Yeah. And I remember jumping to the mosh pit, crowd surfing, and then getting to the end and smacking my head against the uh, metal railing. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't in a good shape. Like there was a bit of blood. And then <laughs> I went to the Smirnoff tents. Thank you, Smirnoff. And I got a, got a few drinks there. They didn't care. They're just like, yeah, have it. And then um, one of my friends, Gemma, pushes me into the mosh pit for a little band called Suicide Silence. This is in the Mitch Locker days. Mm. like, And not my thing. They were a lot heavier than I used to listen to back in the day. Yeah. There was an infamous wall of death on YouTube. And it's all the comments like, what the fuck was this? This was like, this is a murder trying to happen. <laughs> I'm in the back corner on the at the front. I'm partially concussed, partially drunk. All I remember, I I missed. I'm I don't know what happened for hours after that. <laughs> All I remember is sitting under a tree, watching No Effects play, and some kid climbed onto the stage, grabbed a chain that was used as part of like the scaffolding, and swung out into the crowd and jumped off. Holy shit! And it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. That kid's a hero. Yep. But see, that's that's the memory that I have from like festivals. That's, yeah. And it kind of, in the same way like you, I can I can just pinpoint all of that influence on me, which went on to influence like the fact that you know I was in a band, and you know the fact that we are both mates comes down to a lot of music. But we can just pinpoint to certain games, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two is one of them. That's it. It is like it, like yeah, like I, I power from iconic soundtrack. It, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like I I I just I don't know. There's it just awoken something in me when I heard you know, guerrilla radio. And then from there it goes to, you hear like that, the, the classic punk rock of something like bad religion, or, you know, you have fucking melancholin who were like up and comers at that time, I guess. And it just, I don't know. It just, and, and, and like you said before as well, it had that whole like fuck the police vibe to it as well. A lot of the stuff. Yeah. And it just made you feel like as a, you know, 11 12 year old boy just being like yeah fuck yeah uh, fuck authority um i'm gonna be cool like yeah skateboarding is not a crime no i learned this no. it's not a crime no nah. do you think they could release do you think they'll make a new tony hawk game i would i they re-release re-release one and two i would love them to but it seems i don't know activision seem to be pretty fucking horrible people so um pretty fucked yeah yeah and um, I, I would love it if like somehow like Tony Hawk because he seemed genuinely passionate about these games as well he was pretty hands-on with a lot of them um for better or worse I mean some of you might remember Tony Hawk ride uh I, I want to talk did you ever play it with the I, um with the skateboard program? I never did and I wish I had of because I just it was one of those things I wish I'd picked it up when it was like twenty dollars and I was just trying to get it rid of it um but I never did and I I, I sort of regret it to a little bit but my my one touchstone of that is watching Jack Patillo from Achievement Hunter, like almost knock himself out by falling off it. <laughs> um, and it's great. Dumb thing. It's a fucking great video. In my head, I just have an image of like, remember the, all the um, ET cartridges buried in the landfill? Oh, uh, yep. I could just imagine like the trucks coming through to pick all them up, crushing all of the Tony Hawk ride skateboards. Yep. Like, you get the joke about that. Get yep, basically, yeah, it was the same landfill just next door, and yeah, no one gave a shit about it. But, um, but yeah, he was always pretty hands on with them, and and I think even with the remake, because the remake soundtracks were also really good because 
licensing permitting, they got most of the songs from the original two games. They did really yeah, well. But, I was quite but then on top of that, they added a whole bunch of new artists in there. Quite a lot of Australian representation in there. It's like Baker Boy and Alex Leahy are on there. Alex, I fucking yep. love Alex Leahy. Um, one of the best shows I've been to, I went to by myself, and it was amazing. She is so phenomenal live. Um, and, yeah, it was so cool. I was like, fuck yeah, Alex Leahy's on, like, the remake of one of my favorite games of all time. Like, that is one of the reasons I'm into music as a whole, basically. Um, and, yeah, so, like, there's, there's some really good stuff on there. Um so they did a really good job with not only getting a lot of the licensing back from those original songs, but also putting this new, like showcasing new artists, which is what those soundtracks were kind of, to an extent, it was just sort of doing at the time. Um, and yeah, so doing that again, but still keeping the same feeling and vibe of that whole aesthetic, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Um, before we start to wrap up, I've got two questions okay. for you. One. They make a new Tony Hawk game, mm-hmm. okay? What is a band that you want to see on it? But keeping in mind, like you said, I think you you have you know, your your punk, you know, pioneers mm-hmm. on there, but it's also a vehicle to help promote some bands that may be really big in, in a certain country, but you want them to expand worldwide. Who's a band? Look, a bonus point that they're Australian. Um, that's a very tough question. Uh. I'm trying to think of anything that I've listened because I've just been like lapsing back into listening to old stuff lately. But um, I don't know. I'd say someone like DZ Death Race, but they were already on the remake at the moment. Like, or, or, or okay, actually, no, Dude. I've got it. I've got it. The chats. So, well, okay, the chats. The chats. Sick of it. The chats yep. be mad. Oh, and that, that, that's like a good yeah, vibe for absolutely. Well. Sticking with DZ Death Race for a moment. You know that KFC footy ad? Oh, the Friday night footy yeah. ad? You know that's DV Death Ray and Shannon Knoll? What the fuck? I didn't know that. Blew my mind. Found out last I week. Fucking, I've, got a, I've got a bit of a soft spot. I don't know a lot of their stuff, but I've just, I, every time I hear DV Death Ray, I'm like, good shit. Like, I think you're going to say for Nolsey. Oh, Nolsey's fine. I remember back in the day, this is a few years after, this is back when I was like 20, me and some mates were drunk outside of Grand Casino and he came out like, Inebriated, and we're like, "No, he's like, good idea, boy." He was. That doesn't surprise me. Um, no, not at all. As for me, for bands to add to this Tony Hawk playlist, Trophy Eyes. Listen to yeah, Trophy Eyes lately. And uh, if you if you want this good, like you know, like fresh, like newfound glory era style pop punk, Paperweight, one of my man's bands in in Melbourne. They're called Paperweight. Check them out. I think Cat. Lemon spiders is a fucking jam. Right. Give it some. That's actually my, uh, that's my suggestion. On top week. of that as well, um, uh, like someone like Stand Atlantic or a lot of these other like because pop punk's making a massive comeback at the moment, um, especially in Australia. There's a huge like Stand Atlantic are great. Um, their last album is a really good mix of like that traditional like pop punk vibe, but with like electronica stuff in there thrown in there as well and a little bit of hip-hop influence as well on some tracks which works because like we barely touched on it we talked about a lot of the punk influences on these soundtracks the hip-hop influences mm-hmm. on the stuff it, it is what kind of made helped me fall in love with um like east coast yeah. rap um yeah like a lot like cannibal locks and stuff yes. like that it's, it kind of backtracked all to here and that's one of those musical styles that people don't often think 
I'm into, but love it. So good. So good. All right. Good shit. Yeah. In three words, sum up your relationship with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Life-altering shit. Oh, I was going to say that it doesn't have to be a sentence, but you went for it. Yeah. All right. That, that, that's what, that, I feel like that's what, yeah, that's it. It was, it, it set me on like a certain path that I've been down and, and, and it's great. It's the reason why I spent so much money and time and effort going to shows and, and, and being into this sort of thing. Um, and yeah, and then because of that, I got to you make awesome new friends like yourself. So I was going to say, I'm very glad you went down the path because it means we get to be, get to be mates. And uh, I think we now understand why you love Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Joel, before we wrap up, where can people find you? What do you have to plug? Tell us tell us all. Uh, well, you can find me, uh, I mean, on social media. I'm over on the Elon Musk's wank factory. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm over there at, at Jolly Mac if you want to find me there. Um, which is the thing that I use the most and because I hate myself so much. Um, but yeah, exactly. Uh, but in terms of things to plug, uh, yeah, dialogue options, the show I do with my friend Kyron, Jesse is on the show. Sometimes we'd like to have him on as well. Um, and yeah, we just talk about video games and fun stuff like that. Actually, most, one of the most recent episodes, I went on a rant about like bands coming to Australia in the one week. Um, that fucking just infuriates me to no avail. And I'm just like, I can't physically do this. Like, it's not possible. No. The amount of times you and I have hijacked video game-centric shows to talk about music. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry to all of our various co-hosts and listeners, but it's going to keep mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yes, make sure you go check out Dialogue Options to keep updated with all your video game news on Spotify, iTunes, all good podcasting platforms, which is also where you can find love letters. Um, we have a bunch of much older and not as old episodes up. So go check them out. There's something for everyone. You like Barbie, you like Spider-Man, you like Shadow of the Colossus. It's all there. Um, so go go give it a listen. Go give it a review, a review. I've just started up the new channel. The reviews are helping it get some traction um, and also helping it become a little bit more visible because sometimes finding a new podcast on platforms is tricky. Wowza, I've had quite a week trying to organize all that. But yes, go there, um, give it a like, subscribe, give it a listen, tell me what you think about it. Um, Thank you to everyone who's actually reached out. This is the first episode we've done since all the episodes got released. Um, And just, yeah, thank you to all the people who've reached out saying they like the show. Kind of shocked by the positive reaction but uh yeah it means a lot thank you very much um and again because i'm egotistical and fragile keep that coming people come <laughs> on we're on threads we're on instagram at love letters show we're also on blue sky at the same thing i don't know if you say the blue dot sky part i don't know yet i don't the kids aren't talking about it. apparently a, a like a post is called a skeet oh so i'm skidding all over the place okay oh. um Speaking of skidding all over the place, we are on Twitter as well, unfortunately. And some clown took that username. So we're at love underscore letters pod on Twitter, aka Zeet Street. Um, <laughs> I hate it so much. Words, I hate it. Sometimes words just come out. I hate it so much. But uh, Joel, thank you for for uh, joining it. I'm definitely going to have you on for a bunch of episodes we can talk about Oh, music. yeah. I'm down for that. We're just trying to like shoehorn it in there somehow. But thank you for having me. It was an absolute blast.
any time. Listeners, Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Hope you had some fun there too. And if you heard about any bands that you haven't listened to before, I suggest go check them out. Joel and I have close to perfect musical taste. So I guarantee you any suggestions we've given you today have been absolutely spot on. But go enjoy that and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Mwah.